Mic check, one, two, one, two. <laughs> What's up? What's going on, Stacy Stace? <laughs> I don't have any cool nickname for you. You already have a cool nickname. No, you gave me one, Apple Top. <laughs> I didn't give you that name. You did. Who gave me that then? You did, goofball. <laughs> oh, when you asked me what it stand for? You know, it used, well, yeah, I, I think you used to tell people at work um, when they would call, they would say, what's your name? And you'd say, I'm AT. And then they would just say, what? What? Like, AT. AT. Apple top. Apple top. Like, you just kept yelling at <laughs> phone. Apple top. <laughs> oh, snap. Why did I think you gave me that name? I guess because it stuck with me. Like, it would make me laugh so hard that I would be standing next to you and you would be so mad. And then you would realize that I was <laughs> standing there laughing and you'd start, <laughs> start laughing. So, yeah, I, I think it, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't have stuck if it wasn't for for me. Do people, when, like, when, when a guy says, my name is BJ or, you know, what do they say, what does that stand for? No, they don't say that. Oh, see, I didn't even know they were asking you what it stood for. I thought they were just, I thought they couldn't understand you. Like, I thought they were saying, like, what, what? And you were, because you'd be, you'd be mad. You'd be hot on the phone. Apple top! <laughs> I just, you know, I really trim down my name because I get the same reaction. So I'm thinking when I narrow it down to AT, how hard could that really be? Right? <laughs> right. Obviously, it's just a struggle out there. That's all. <laughs> That's, yeah. Do you do you not get that same struggle in Georgia that you got in Virginia? Um, no, not quite as much. Just yeah. people just you say at and they say at, you know, and, and you know, like almost like uh, open. And like, is that it? And you're like, yeah. And I say, yeah, and then it's over. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, I do have the 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 curious people who do say so what does that stand for and um I don't know I, I it's okay you know like for people to ask me it's not that big of a deal but I just kind of like I call myself that for a reason right kind of right. Like, <laughs> not to have to go through the whole thing so people who call me by my actual name are either family or they have known me since I was knee high to a grasshopper <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing so anyways enough about that. <laughs> I don't I don't think I ever asked what it stood for I don't remember asking like I just kind of took it in stride of like oh that's her name but apple top is fun so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that about you <laughs> so what's on the mic today Stace all right all right well apple top today <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about uh, illnesses, allergies, ailments of any kind that we have, um, or that maybe our significant others or friends or family, whatever, have um, that people just don't think are real. And the way that they act uh, when you tell them that you have something that they just don't understand, they just automatically give you that, that you know, what look, yeah. or that I don't believe you look. Um, so I know that you had an experience with that just the other day. Do you want to share that experience with us? Oh, uh, yeah. And um, that came from a conversation that I was having with my um, dear, sweet friend in Virginia named Alex. And I told him today, you're going to be on the podcast, buddy. <laughs> and he said, what do you mean? Like, you're going to 
me to be a part of it. And I was like, you are going to be a part of it because I'm going to share the conversation that we had the other day. Yeah, where you dismissed everything that I was telling you. He was like, oh, man. Look, and then he says like this. He says, well, at the end of you telling me, throwing me out there and and telling what we were talking about, can you tell people I'm single? (laughs) I don't I don't think this is how people you want people to remember you. (laughs) I know. Oh, my gosh. So funny. So I've known him for over 20 years. Okay, Uh, we've grew up together, childhood, uh, young adult and adult. Just we've been through a lot of things together. I have never met his parents. His parents are um, older. Well, I guess I I have to say older than mine. And we're the same age. We're in our 40s. And um, his parents are in their late 70s. My mom is barely scraping 60. So I don't know. How how old are your parents? My, uh, well, my mom passed away, but she, uh, she would have been 69. Um, and my, uh, my dad is currently 73. Okay. So maybe that's not so crazy. I always like thought his parents were so freaking ancient. Um, You know what? I always had the older parents out of my friends. Like, you know, I, my, my friend's parents, they're all younger than mine. And my husband's parents are younger than mine. So. All right. Okay. So I've never met his parents. And so I, I, I feel like I know them, like, you know, I always say, you know, tell them happy birthday or say hi, or, you know, I'll say different things like that. And they know that, you know, um, that we are friends. And of course, like we mail each other stuff. So they'll see packages with my name on it and, you know, just stuff like that. So they know me, they know who I am, but we never met. So um, he said, oh, so he said, I'm, I'm going to make sure that the next time that you come here, that you're going to um, meet my parents. And I said, well, the, the main reason I've never been inside of your house is because I'm allergic to animals because I am, I'm allergic to animals. I'm allergic to dogs and cats. Their dander kills me. It's terrible. I wish that I wasn't. Um, And then along with that, I'm an asthmatic. So it makes it like 10 times worse than it it would be just if I was just allergic to the dander. So he tells me the next time that you come here, I'm going to make sure that you know, you come in and meet them. I'm like, well, I can't do that because of the animals. And he's like, ah, you can just come in for 10, 15 minutes. It'll be okay. I was like, but I just told you that I'm allergic to animals. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But you can just come in real quick. It'll be like a couple of minutes. It'll be okay. It'll be all right. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, so that happens to me a lot. It, it's total dismissal of, first of all, I'm a basket case. I, I'm a mess, I must confess. I know this for sure. Um, but I confess all my illnesses, you know, and I was right. this way. I did not go up to the counter and say, hey, can you make me allergic to all seafood, all animals, the trees, mustard, peaches can you make me allergic to all of that please you know what the fuck so everything that i just said i'm allergic to and i'm an asthmatic as well 
So a lot of things set me off like smells and perfumes and certain candles and, you know, certain, you know, things like that. It will set my asthma off. And it's so weird for anybody who's not an asthmatic or who um, has an asthmatic in their life to understand how a smell can set you off to where you can't breathe, you know, but it's terrible. So when people say this is the, the biggest thing that I've had people say to me all my life when it comes to me and being allergic to animals. It's almost like when my mouth opens and it comes out of my mouth that I'm allergic to animals, it instantly translates to you're scared. Oh, I thought it instantly translated to I don't like your animal. So they they get offended. Oh, are you scared? That's like the, the first thing somebody will say. Why, when I tell you that I'm allergic, do you think that I'm scared? Well, of course, I'm not that whatever about your... I haven't been raised with animals. I love animals. I don't want ever hurt an animal. I wish I could have a dog. Uh, That would be my preference. I would have a dog over a cat. Um, But I've never been raised with them. So, of course, I'm not just, you know, a go-to person to just, you know, go to an animal, of course. But I'm scared either Uh oh, did it blink out no no no. i'm here um i'm not scared either so um but it seems like whenever i say that that instantly translates to i'm scared of the animal which is not it at all whatsoever and then i have had um as far as my seafood allergy is concerned i'm like epi pen allergic and i have had my friends my close friends and my family say, just try it and see maybe, maybe it's over. Oh my maybe, God. Maybe you outgrew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not usually how allergies work. Yeah. And um, I, I tell you, my, I was dumb as hell one time. It was my damn mother, matter of fact. She was making um, tilapia and she was like, just take a little sliver, just take a little. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe people do grow out of their, you know, it's my mom. What the hell? You know what I mean? So I took I literally a little sliver. It couldn't have been any bigger than my pinky nail. That's how little teeny teeny it was. And so I'm like, <laughs> I put it in my mouth and I'm like chewing it and I'm chewing it. And I swallow it. Next thing you know, I like instantly feel the itch and the, the closing up and I'm like oh my god oh my god and she's like what what I'm like my throat my throat's closing she's like is it really <laughs> is it really gosh you big faker <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm like oh my god where's the Benadryl start freaking out you know over that little piece of fish but I to we laughed about it so hard I'm like yeah so you tried to kill me today I see right I was like, no, really. Like, you the one who put the piece in your mouth. I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's messed up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So with, like, um, the other stuff that I'm allergic to, like, peaches and stuff like that, I can eat, like, imitation. You know what I mean? So I can eat something that's peach flavored, but I can't have something that has peaches in it. Right. You know, stupid stuff like that. So sometimes when I'll eat th- certain things around people, they'll be like, oh, thought you were allergic. Thought you were allergic. I'm like, 
Oh my God. Like I can't have any seafood whatsoever, but I can have tuna in the package. Really? Yes. Have but you, you ever, have you ever tried to straight up tuna? Like, no, I can't, that's what I was going to say. I can't do that. Okay. If I were to like go to the, to the butcher and say, can you give me some tuna? Like, I can't eat that tuna. That's so odd. I wonder, I wonder what it is. I wonder if it has anything to do with the preservatives that they put in the package. I think it must because I'm allergic to mercury and iodine. And so maybe the, um, like you said, the preservatives that they put in there, like makes it go away or something. I don't really know, but that's the only thing that I can eat. So, uh, but I could have like those imitation fish sticks, you know, like, but I don't like that shit. I don't like that. Um, yeah. Are you there? Nope. Sorry. I, I am. I'm sorry. I was just saying that was crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. So is there anything that you tell some, oh, oh, the, uh, the last thing that I, that is wrong with me. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, not lie like that. <laughs> no, not the last thing that's wrong with me, but, um, the other illness that I have that people just dismiss is when I say I have a migraine. I'm having a headache and it's so much more deeper than that like there'll be times that my head hurts so bad it literally feels like it's going to explode I will take uh, my comforters I have some dark comforters that are like brown and black and I'll take and I'll um, pin them over over the window so no sunlight comes in and I'll have to put sunglasses on because just the even the smallest ray of light is just almost like it just kills me. It's just terrible. Oh. Oh. Whenever I tell somebody that I have a migraine and they, you know, like, girl, take some Excedrin, uh, I just, I'll leave that conversation just like that. <laughs> like, you don't know. Yeah, seriously, because it's not like that at all. But why do, why do you think that people do that? Why do you think I, people- I think they just, they don't understand it. So they just don't even think about it. You know, like they have no, they have no understanding of it at all. And they just don't think it's a big deal. Like, yeah. That's all I can, that's all I can figure about it. I do believe that when um, <clears throat> you go through something or you have it too, that you are understanding more and you're, you're, you tend to be a little bit more empathetic, you know? Yeah. (laughs) If somebody says that they've been through a car accident and you haven't been in a car accident, your, your emotions may be like, you know, a car accident is usually not a good thing. Like, Oh gosh, I'm so sorry. You were, you know, that happened to you. Glad you're okay. But if you have been through a car accident, you'd be like, Oh my God. God, are you okay? Right. You know, you have a whole nother reaction to it, you know? Yeah. So tell me about yours. Um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not allergic to much. I, I'm allergic to, um, to mainly medication things. And then one really funny thing that I'm, anyway, let me just get into it. So I, I, um, I found out that I was allergic to sulfur. Uh, which they often give you when you have like um, UTIs uh, or anything like that. They'll give you sulfur tablets because it's the cheapest and quickest way to fix you. And um, I found out by, uh, by taking those that uh, it was like my heart rate started to drop and I started getting really dizzy and, you know, so eh, 
no big deal, whatever. It, it didn't, it didn't kill me. I didn't have to go to the hospital. I just realized, oh, you know what? I probably don't take this anymore. Um, I also found out I can't take Tylenol PM and some kind of, or Tylenol cold, sorry. It's some kind of weird reaction to Tylenol cold. Like mine are, they're all just weird medication things. But when I was uh, much younger, um, had a little bit of, uh, a little bit of weed uh, and, <laughs> and this is, it gets very odd. Um, the few times that I had it before I got sick, which I'm about to uh, tell you sick from weed, nobody gets sick from weed, but I did really sick. So, um, I had it a few times and I, I would never get hungry. Like I would never want to eat anything. I, I would be good for hours afterward. I don't know why that happened. I know I had such a weird backward reaction to it, but I never, ever got like the munchies and never wanted to eat anything at all. So mm-hmm. that was kind of odd. Then I had some, um, some, some other weed, uh, <laughs> from the same person. And we're pretty sure it was boat, which is, uh, or at least used to be, um, weed that soaked in formaldehyde. But I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that's what I was smoking. And to, and is that what it is? I thought that boat was, um, weed that was laced with cocaine. Well, you know what? It might be different depending on who's making it. <laughs> I don't know. I just know in, in my circle of friends, <laughs> boat was weed soaked in formaldehyde. That is disgusting. So it's supposed to give you a trippier high and it's supposed to be um, a lot cheaper than, you know, a lot of other things out there. And like, I started hearing this, like suddenly I didn't know. I, I remember being on the phone with one of my friends and then telling her, I gotta go. Something's wrong. I don't feel right. And I need, I need to hang up. So I hung the phone up and then I laid. Oh, sorry. You still there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I hit a button. So I laid down, then I sat up and then I, um, I was like, I don't know, you know, I don't know what's going on. I called her back, like thinking I was fine. But then I realized again, it wasn't fine. You know, like I just kept having that over and over, like, what's going on? Am I okay? No, I'm not okay. And like my heart was pounding, but I was breathing really slowly. And then I started like, when I put my hand in front of my face, there were like five hands, you know, it would like flash, like all (laughs) (laughs) slow-mo. And, uh, so I, um, I actually ended up having to call my dad who worked for the government at the time. And that's who I lived with. And I had to call him and tell him what I did. Cause I was so scared. I thought I was going to die. Like I didn't know what was going on and know what I had done to myself and had to tell him what I had done and ask him to come home from his government job and take care of me. And he did came home and held the trash can while I threw up quite a few times. And uh, it was very gross. And since that day, if I even just smell it, I'm like, oh, no, like I, I've gotten better about it now. Like now I can just kind of walk away from it. But if I was in like a room of people, like I would have an out and out panic attack. Like I just because oh, it just brings back that ugh, memory. So um, no, no How concerns of me ever being a pothead. How were you guys smoking that? Through a huge bong. Um, <laughs> so it was a lot <laughs> it was a yeah. it was a lot <laughs> so um yeah I just I was like you know what I'm good I don't need you know I don't need that I don't need that at all like I've had CBD oil since then you know when they made that legal and and I mean I didn't have any ill effects from it but it didn't really it kind of made me jittery like I don't know if I just maybe I have some weird reaction to cbd like maybe it's not the thc maybe it's a cbd i'm not really sure but 
uh, I, I don't know. It just doesn't agree. It doesn't agree with me. So that's, that's mine. Um, my, my father-in-law is allergic to every type of nut now. Like oh, he, he no. wasn't for many, many years. And, and this, this might be considered hearsay at some point, but right now there is uh, some scientific data that backs up uh, a hypothesis that it could be because you've taken too many antibiotics in your life. You know, that doctors were giving out antibiotics to people when they had, you know, a little cold or a, a flu or, you know, a little ailment that maybe they didn't need it, but it was like, well, it won't hurt you. You know, go ahead and take these antibiotics. It won't hurt you, but they, you know, it was almost like a placebo effect. And so, um, that is what he's being told right now is that that's what it, cause it just happened to him. I want to say it started about 10 years ago. And at first it was just with peanuts and he was, and he loved nuts. Like he would eat nuts. He was a truck driver and he would just get a package of nuts and eat them, you know, while he was driving his truck. And then one day he started just not having a, you know, not feeling very good and getting that itchy throat, like you were talking about. And he ended up um, going to the, I don't remember if he went to the doctor when it first happened or if he, I want to say he had to call 911. Like he didn't know, he thought he was having a heart attack. I want to say is what happened to him. Um, and they, they tested him for allergies and found out at first it was just peanuts. And then it, it just got worse. Like as the years have gone on, he can't, I mean, he can't even any, the most minute amount of cross contamination and he's, he's done. Like he just can't handle it. So um, when we go out to eat, he has to be really careful and he has to make sure like, Hey, when I'm having this, there's, there's no cross contaminant. There's just no possible way that I'm going to eat any peanuts or anything like that. And we went to a place called, um, Joe's crab shack a couple years ago for his birthday. And he's very particular about where he'll eat. Cause you know, he doesn't want to go home with an EpiPen like, you know, you have. And, um, he said uh, to the waitress, I just need to make sure that, uh, do, you, do you have a specific nut-free menu or can you let me know if, if what I'm having has nuts in it? And she said, um, we don't have that, but we do have a gluten-free menu. <laughs> like that's just how she said it. And I remember looking down at my own menu like, oh my God, like I couldn't even look up, you know, it was so... Like I, I couldn't trust the look on my face when <laughs> so straight up. And he said, "Can um, okay, could you could you send a manager over here, please? I'm not trying to be difficult with you. I, I just need to make sure because I I'm really badly allergic. Like he was really polite to her, and she said, "Okay, well that's fine. Did you want me to bring you the gluten free menu while you wait?" No, honey, you go in the back now. You know, like it was kind of like I wanted to be like, oh, you can't do this job. You're going to kill somebody. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that that was kind of how all that went down. So um, that, that same thing <laughs> my mother-in-law just recently was in the last, I think, year or two. Not the, the restaurant scene, but she's allergic to peanuts and she was a huge, I mean, allergic to nuts. And she's now allergic to nuts. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did I just say? I I know what you meant. You, <laughs> I, I know that was so funny. We're like, wait, what did I just say? <laughs> she she was not allergic to nuts. Recently, found out she was allergic to nuts, and it was and is still an extreme lover of nuts. And 
I know her feelings were so bad when she found that out. Yeah. yeah. You know, I keep a can of nuts in my car. You know, my, my mother-in-law told me that she saw my father-in-law when they went to the grocery store one day and he was standing in the aisle with all the, all the rows of nuts and said, God, why'd you take my nuts away? <laughs> and like, didn't even mean it like that. Like what? Like, he was legit so sad and she said she had to stifle back her laugh she was like i can't. she was like yeah. he was so upset oh really i mean you know there's certain things that you just love so much yes that, you know that you just think about being allergic to all of a sudden you know whatever your favorite thing is and right. it's just like, are you serious like so that that's his I again mine is all medication wise like I've been in the doctor's office before and been like hey um could you prescribe me like the kids dose because I don't do so well on the on the big people dose (laughs) the big kid dose they're always like no we can't do that but even when I had like I had a ton of dental surgery like 10 years ago and I mean six hours of dental surgery I was and I was wide awake for all of it in the chair the whole time and they prescribed me um, the 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. And they were like, you know, take up to three of these a day. You're probably going to need it. And I was over there with my little knife cutting them in half. Like, I can't handle 800 milligrams of ibuprofen at one time. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. If, they had, if I had six hours of oral surgery <laughs> and they come and, come and bring me some 800 ibuprofen, I would tell them they better get the hell up out of here and go get right me another prescription. <laughs> I just I can't I don't handle medicine well like I just really I I don't know like I don't that's my thing that's where nobody listens and that's where people are like but exactly like you like what the hell is wrong with you like that that is not near enough I mean I have a thing called occipital neuralgia and it it is not migraine uh, but it is on the same pain scale as migraines if you if you look them up and try to kind of compare them um, the difference though is that the my headaches will come on really fast and really hard but if i take medication they'll drop off really fast so you know kind of it sucks in one area but then it's better in another whereas i know my friends maybe not you but a lot of my friends that do have migraines and it can take them hours for medication to kick in if it kicks in at all so i'm lucky enough that when i feel it coming i don't have a lot of time before it's going to become really debilitating but i know that it, you know, it's going to stop faster. So, um, and same with migraines, like there are triggers and sometimes you can't find out what that trigger is. So you just, you deal, you try not to trigger it if you can help it. And if it happens then you know, you deal with it. But, um, but that's always my thing. And when I had, uh, when I was in the doctor's office for that and finding out that I had that, he said, well, I can prescribe you nerve blockers. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I can prescribe you muscle relaxers because it, it for me, it's um your occipital plates are in the back of your head, like right where your your skull connects to like your your neck muscles. And Arcipital. the what? what? I said occipital. What? <laughs> occipital, like O C C I P I T A L. Occipital plates, and they're just these. Like if you put your head on the or hand on back of your skull right where your skull ends and your neck muscles begin that's that's where your occipital plates are and it's just like what'd you say back there. 
But like your muscles will tense up to kind of protect the nerves. And that's what causes these headaches. So he was like, I can prescribe you muscle relaxers. I'm like, you know what? No, 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 no. Like, I'll just take my ibuprofen. If you're telling me it's not going to kill me (laughs) or cause me any problems based on how often I take it, I'll just do that. I don't want any of your other drugs. So that's my, you know, that's my thing is it's so hard for me to get them to hear me when I'm like, but I can't take that. You don't under, I'm not being difficult. Like you should be thanking me. At least I'm not part of the opioid problem right now. (laughs) Right. So Yep, that's that's about that's about mine. But I I do have friends that I, are allergic to dander. My sister was highly, I mean, bad allergic to um, cats. So to the point where her throat would close up and her whole face would just oh gosh puff out and get all red and yeah. So I've I've never been one to not believe people or think they were scared when I when I saw her get that sick from it. That was a pretty eye opening, but. I don't, I don't understand why people don't just believe you when you speak. You know, I just, I don't know why that's so hard. It's miserable. It's, it is so miserable. I don't know if you recall when you took driving class, when they had this one statement that they use, well, I did when I, when I, you know what the hell I'm saying. (laughs) I can't talk today for nothing. Um, They used a they used a statement called the a point of no return. Um, Do you remember? I actually didn't take driver's ed. I dropped out of high school before driver's ed. I mean, I got I <laughs> I got homeschool, uh, and I didn't take driver's ed. Um, I didn't even get my license until I was eighteen. Oh, okay. So, so the point of no return is pretty much like when you've gotten to a point. Let's say you're driving down the road and you notice that the light turns yellow. And then of course, red comes after yellow. There's going to be a point where you have gotten too far and you right. just have to, it just continues. Okay. Right. People, people in the universe, listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> people are allergic or they have migraines or illnesses. There is a point of no return. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Listen to me when I preach. <laughs> yeah. There, I'm serious. There's a point of no return. Like once you start swelling and sneezing or your head is hurting. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty much all downhill from there. And nobody who has those likes to feel that way. Right. So they're not lying, they're not joking, they're not exaggerating. They're not scared. and that's all i got to say about that (laughs) all right well i think uh we'll wrap this one up and then uh we'll continue on from there okay (laughs) all right Bye. bye